Negro. What's up, what's up, how y'all doing? You know what time it is, it's 7 o'clock It's Tuesday April Fool's Day April Fool's Day Out of bounds Your man, Carlo Kellum, Brandon Lawrence We're going to be joined shortly by uh, the inside man, Keith Fraser, All the way from North Cackalack It's been a pretty exciting weekend for uh, sports, college football especially. Yeah, NFL. My fantasy squad is doing well. NFL. A lot of uh, comebacks and, you know, a lot of blowouts, but a lot of, you know, close games I'm and things they, like that. that comeback is referring to the uh, your Dallas Cowboys, I'm sure. Well, I mean, the com- <laughs> comeback, was it really a comeback? I mean, it was. 21-point deficit. It was the Saints. I mean, the, the Rams, man. I mean, I. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm, and I want to—that's a game they should have won. So I really never was like doubting them, even when because you know when they get down, and then like the Rams started playing prevent, and then they started making mistakes, and they gave that big, that big like the first play of the second half was an 80 yard touchdown to Dez. So I was like, okay, Cowboys stuck with the running game, so I was happy. Yeah, they stuck to the plan. So next is the Aints, and uh, we have the Aints at home. So um, you know. We'll see how we'll see uh we'll see how it goes. Um but look, check it. We're gonna start a little a little we've got we've got going deep coming in at what, seven thirty, eight thirty, excuse me. Eight thirty. But <clears throat> we're gonna get a little bit into that territory. Um Michigan Wolverines, man. I, I don't know if you saw the game, Carlo. Uh, of course they got blown out by Notre Dame. But uh oh, Irish. The Irish, Everett Golston, we'll get to him a little bit later on in the Heisman show. Heisman hopeful. Yeah. And, um, but Utah, Utah put it on them, man. They kind of, you know, they, 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 they did them dirty, man. And, they, you know, it's, these are games that traditionally, you know, you would be like, okay, you so you wouldn't really circle that game on the Michigan schedule. Um, but it looks like it's getting so bad <laughs> that they're giving away tickets if you purchase, they had a it was a, it was a deal. It got nixed, but it got out. The deal was if you purchase any two Coca Cola products, you get two free tickets to this week's Michigan wow. Minnesota game. And uh, it's at Michigan. I mean, did you see the stands, man? Did you see? They I've, nev- I've never seen. Uh, what's the name of the stadium? The Big House. The, yeah, the Big House. I've never seen it that empty before for any game, especially a Notre Dame Michigan game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, they left. Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's bad times. And this is uh, the coach's what second year. Yeah, Brady Hope. Yeah, man, it's he's not looking uh, too good. Nah, man, he's not. I think he's. I don't even know if he'll make at a, it. In a, season, at a program man. like Michigan, you only got two years to get it right. Yeah. They won't give you three. Yeah. So yeah, they yeah, they're not. I mean, you know, he, he's he's done. I think he's done because it's like you know once you. Once you start getting booed and you know the alumni and nobody's coming to the game, you hardly, you haven't seen that in a while, man. Especially because what else is it to do up in Ann Arbor in in the fall? I mean, I would imagine oh, nothing. Yeah, nothing to do. But nothing <laughs> but football. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, but I mean, it's a hundred thousand people, so you gotta. But you gotta give them a product, man. You gotta give them a product. And sticking with college just for a second. 
Speaking of products, um, Charlie Strong is like cutting all of his products, man. He's he's let go. This would be his ninth, the ninth player that he's let go this year. Um, this one is an offensive tackle. Looks like they're already thin at offensive tackle. They've lost three of them um, this season. And this guy's a junior, man. He he started, you know, he started the, the uh, first game of the season um, in a win. Excuse me, and uh, he's been he was suspended earlier in the season. This time he just did. Charlie Strong's like, man, you're out of here. So Charlie Strong is, you know, I mean, does he have two years? Is, is he, I mean, Texas is the type of program I, I believe also, but he's evidently clearing house. I mean, he's a no, he's a no nonsense guy. You know what? I think Charlie will give you a chance if you're willing to, to make the effort, as he did with Michael Dyer, which is you know Louisville was his what third or fourth school he went to. Yeah. So he's all about giving you second chances. Yeah. So these guys must just be. I mean, it must be like the program. Yeah, they have to be like <laughs> they was in, on the program. In, in cor- they must be yeah. incorrigible. If you see that movie, the program. They they must have been just off the chains, man. He just yeah. he has no tolerance for for uh, stupidity or ignorance. Yeah. So you know, hey, good luck, Charlie. We'll be praying for you, man. But you know, but this year is not looking anybody. too good for him. And then they're playing Kansas. They're playing Kansas this week. They're and and somebody <laughs> tweeted that this is the first time that Texas has ever played Kansas. Where Kansas has got a winning record wow. and Texas has got a losing record. And this is in his first year at Louisville. People didn't expect him to do much, and he actually did. I think uh, they did pretty good. Uh, so this is his first year at Texas, and you expect him yeah. to win, you know, do something, you know, be some type of show, show some type of production, be productive. Texas was, you know, even if it was a subpar season, like you said, they got a losing record right now. That's not even subpar. Yeah. And, you know, they, and they lost big to UCLA. Well, not big to UCLA, but they lost they to UCLA. They had that game one and tricked it off. Yeah, and UCLA's not that great. And, they, and then they lost big to BYU. BYU's, eh, you know. So uh, it's got to come. Charlie's, you know, hopefully he's got Hopefully he's got the uh he gets another year, though. The administration. So the, he got another year. The, the media won't start talking about his job to if he, only if he has a yeah. poor season next season. Then they'll start yeah. talking about it, like Michigan. But he still got to do something. He's got to beat Kansas, man. And, and speaking, you know, got to beat Kansas. Yeah, you got to beat Kansas. Also, yeah. I mean, I just heard this today, man. The word is is that Michigan is really going to try to go hard at Jim Har- Harbaugh, For alumni. You know what? Do you and think that, you think he would leave the the great talent he has in San Francisco, even though he's had problems with ownership at San Francisco? Remember they had that deal it. for Cleveland uh, during the offseason? Cleveland tried to get him, and he was willing to make that move. He might do it because I think whenever you're in the the rumor mills, got your name buzzing around, then you must be kind of interested. And he's been successful on the college level at Stanford. So I mean, yeah. but would you go from the NFL playing in the Super Bowls and then go back to college without even winning the Super Bowl yet? You would think you'll try to get that that chip first and kind of maybe do like uh, what's his name from the Niners? They went to they actually went to Stanford after he left the Niners. Oh, Bill Walsh. Uh, no, see, was it Bill Walsh? Bill Walsh. Yeah, Bill Walsh. Yeah, Stanford. But yeah, I, I, win a Super Bowl and then go back to college level. I don't know. I don't think he'll do it, man. I don't, I, well, I don't think he'll win. I don't think he's going to win at San Francisco, so he might as well just leave. I don't know, man. They got talent. They have talent, but, I mean, they're in the West. And, you know, this is Seattle's good. I mean, they've been, in, back. They, they've been in an NFC uh, Conference Championship the last couple of years, man. Yeah, I, I mean, the, that was a tough so. Seattle team. I yeah. mean, they're, they're right in the mix this year to be in the running. I mean, I, I guess maybe this year if he doesn't get it, yeah. then maybe he will walk away, but. Man, they got a lot of talent there, and they, yeah, they and they got long contracts. They threw away, <laughs> they threw the game away with the Bears, man. I, nah, I I don't see him going anywhere. I think I think Harbaugh's he's half in, half out anyway, man. He's a college guy. He's got that that dumb slogan. So you know, he, you know, who's got it better than us? No, that was crazy stuff. Now he stole that from Rastlin. I hope you know. 
He right. said his, he uh, said he got it from his grand. He said he no. got it from his dad, man. He got that from Canyon off WCW, man. Maybe, but he said he got it from his dad. All right. Well, maybe so, Canyon uh, got it from his dad too. Nah, I don't, <laughs> nobody. I don't even know. He was. I don't know Canyon. But um, yeah, yeah. I think Harbaugh's out of there. He's out of there, man. He's out of there. So you know, hey. But good luck to him. Whatever. But speaking of out of there, switching on over to the NBA. Looks like our boy's almost out of there, man. Ray John Rondo's almost out of uh, Boston, man. It, uh, looks like the owner's saying, hey, he's um, hey, Brad man. Stevens can't handle it. Exactly. It's like if, if Tubby Smith couldn't ch- keep him in check, Doc Rivers was able to to an extent. Yeah. Brad Stevens definitely won't be able to handle him. No. Yeah, he, he, needs, he needs a younger guy that he can coach and, you know, kind of tell what to do. Rondo, he's, a, he's an NBA champion. What can Brad Stevens tell him? <laughs> yeah, he said he's super stubborn. What can he tell him? But he's always been, yeah, from, he's been from like what a, I understand, yeah. yeah. But he's an immense talent, you know, but it, he doesn't have a whole lot of talent around him. They um, traded it all away, but they did draft, uh, you know, they draft, you know, pretty decent, actually, the last yeah. couple of years, you know, to, to they're rebuild still, that team. They're, bad. they're in a rebuilding process. They're still bad. They're not but but who does he who does he go to? Who, what are his options other than Boston? Who will they trade him to? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a lot of teams out there that need a point guard. And he's good, but he's got he's the kind of guy seems like he's gotta have some somebody strong, some some strong personalities around. But everybody him. else's book. I mean, uh you know, LeBron has his squad together, they already got a point guard. Kobe already has a point guard, don't he? Steve Nash, he's starting this. Kobe's year. got a point guard. <laughs> Steve Sw- is still playing. Swaggy P. Yeah, Steve's still playing. Nah, he's not playing. He's not playing this year? He didn't play last year. Uh, how, how can you count on him? Well that's true, but Swaggy P is is, is taking over. Him and Iggy Azalea, so Swaggy P is the man. They just Swaggy P. They just Who the gave heck him is Swaggy a, a great P, deal. Who's Swaggy P? Yeah, Nick Young, man. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not too hip. Hip, man. To, Get to, hip, to the man. nicknames. Come on, man. Iggy Azalea, man. She's 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 got it down. She's got uh, him down sp- under. Speaking of Iggy, did you see the Iggy and J Lo video? Nah, I didn't see that. I saw some still shots. I caught. I saw a couple other still shots of. Uh, I mean, you know, J Lo's like Megan forty-five. And, yeah, I saw that. And uh, Gabrielle Union and uh, some. Oh yeah, uh, Kim K. Yeah, who hasn't seen that? Well, you know, Jill Scott. It's always good to see Jill Scott. Mm-hmm. And that was nice. Yeah. That was nice. She could have showed. You know, she could have revealed a little bit more. Well, as you, yeah, man, <laughs> <laughs> that's a legal matter. I'm not going to get too deep into that. <laughs> you know, but hey. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of that, Amber Rose, man, she just said, "Look, you know, before anybody steals mine, I'm gonna just give them to." She you. just puts it out there. Did you see She's the gorgeous. video that she did for uh, Wiz Khalif? Did Who? she just put it out on Twitter? Who? Uh, what's, your, what's her name? Ambrose. Amber Rose. Yeah, Amber wife? Rose. Yeah, his wife. Yeah, but you see the video that she put out for him on Twitter? I didn't see it. Yeah, it was a, a congratulation video for his. Uh, I guess what he won a, a, a Grammy or something recently. Did he win a Grammy? I don't think it was a Grammy. Maybe yeah, it was a VH1 was award. Right. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. Um very imp- and right after having the baby, very impressive. Oh yeah, she she stays in shape, man. Very impressive. She stays in good shape. I mean, this is America, man. You can go from a stripper to being Ambrose. You can do that anywhere. <laughs> you can do that. You God can do bless that. America. You can do it anywhere, man. You can, in France the lady went from the Only you know, in America. The is that Don King? Yeah, only in America. President's house. But yeah, man, you know, this stuff is it's, it's kind of what about what what do you think about this Winston stuff, man? This Jameis Winston stuff. This guy, this guy's a character, man. He's like he's he dressed up for he dressed up like he was gonna play. Um, and uh, my question is, who's the person though, to put his uniform out? They shouldn't even have put his uniform out. 
you know what? I know guys. Is you just crazy? Or nah, what? it's not that. I know guys. Immature? Like, I know what? it's immature. I know guys that act. Okay, Peyton Manning. Back in uh, before social media, before Facebook, before any of the Twitter and any of this crap. Right. You remember he got in, he he didn't get in trouble for it, but if this happened today, oh man, he'd have been dismissed from the team. But what remember when he, when he mooned uh, one of the trainers, like he put his he put his butt in her face. Oh, did he? Like uh, was it uh, I, a female? I, yeah, it was a female. Okay. And uh, she, she did report it, uh, and nothing happened because we didn't have this device that we have today called social media. It didn't go it didn't go uh, wildfire in two minutes once somebody posted. You know, it, it was in the news, but it was just kind of a hit and miss thing. You know, yeah, you know, it was it was, a, it was a prank. It was funny. You know, people. Are, I don't know. They. I'm not saying that. You yeah. know, they're, they're too sensitive nowadays. It's but sensitive. this is Peyton Manning back in the day, mooning the trainer. I mean, play, he didn't make the thing putting up, his, putting his butt cheeks in her face. He didn't make the saying up. So no, no, it was a, a was Fox reporter of, had. You know, no, no, no. What are you talking about? You talking about Jameis Winston? Yeah, yeah. He got that off of this Fox reporter. Yeah, oh, we, fuck, we yeah. everybody seen the video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so it went viral. And the but guys what, what it Peyton Manning times. did was worse. I don't mean, I don't but Today, know. they would have called that sexual assault. I would think so. If you stick your bum in somebody's face, yeah. yeah. That's like, you know, that's pretty um, that's pretty sexual, pretty assaultish. And he still, but he, yeah, he was an idiot for doing it. Don't get me wrong. He's, He's an idiot. He, he needs better mentoring for him to be. Ooh, the, which one? Peyton? Uh, nah, Winston. Oh, Winston. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was talking yeah. about. No, Peyton and I his thought you were talking about Peyton. He's a, yeah, he's I'm not sure who, who's mentoring Jameis Winston, but you know, I see Deion crying with David, uh, Devin Hester <laughs> on NFL Today. Is he mentoring this Florida State? Well, no, nah, from, know what, what? from what I understand, uh, Deion, Deion, uh, T. Buck, Derek Brooks, Charlie Ward have all gone to try to. And talk these to are kids. all established and, and well respected veterans, ex NBA and NFL players. Dion said that the kid won't listen. Hmm. So you know he might. Uh, who knows, man? I don't know if he's if he's what the deal is. But if the kid won't listen, then you know. But then again, I mean, he's got a Heisman, so you know he's like it's kind of like okay, I can understand his 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 bravado was. Not listening because as long like, as he shows okay, out in, in the uh, the combine, the combines, and yeah, they don't care. Hopefully, he will. You know, as long as he, I mean, he but you know, from the crab legs to the crab, the legs. sexual assault, he just does allegations. Dumb stuff. He does and, dumb I mean, stuff. It's habitual. It's kind of like Josh Gordon for Cleveland. It's all habitual, just dumb, you know, stuff back to back to back. Well, it's the it's sexual not assault one, stuff you really can't. But help. it's not one isolated incident. Somebody's going to tell on you, huh? It's not one isolated incident. Incident. He's had like multiple just. Incidents that just pop up. He's had a bunch of stuff that's happened like recently, you know, like back to back to back, and he just can't he can't keep himself out of trouble. But um, speaking of back to back, we'll be right back. Out of bounds, baby. That was Rick Rubin's biggest discovery, man. The Beastie man, Boys. Rick Rubin's biggest discovery. Huh, did you say weak? <laughs> was mushrooms. Huh? Well, that in seconds on his pizza. But, uh, Dude, oh, he's talking now. Wait, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm talking. You called Beastie Boys weak. What's up with the that, Beastie man? Beastie Boys, they're all right, man. The Beastie Boys, they're okay. Oh, man, they're come on. They're all right. You're hating. I'm the hater here, I thought. Nah. I mean, they're good. They're good. I mean, you know, they're good. They're good. They're good. 
the first couple albums, that other stuff, no. But they're all right. Hey, if y'all am getting a couple albums, I'm good to go. That's more than some people. That's true. But check it. Speaking of, well, we were, the first song that we had was preempted by Trevor <laughs> in his fear of the English language. But speaking of that. More my fear of letting you pick music. I think what's the next Speaking of that, Colin Kaepernick, we, we got somebody <laughs> that's changed up on him, man. Lamar Houston from the Bears, if you know, I don't know if you remember that um Sunday night game last week with uh well week before last with uh with, with the uh, San Francisco 49ers and Chicago Bears when the Bears came back. Um Colin Kaepernick was penalized for abusive language, unsportsmanlike conduct, blah, blah, blah. And I guess the referee said that he, well, obviously they thought that he used the N-word, right? Because uh, Chris Collinsworth, Al Michael, they, they both thought they used the, he used the N-word too. They assumed it and were talking about it. And Colin Kaepernick says, you know, he stands by, swears up and down, he didn't use it. And initially people had said that he didn't, uh, the Bears player said he didn't use it, but now Lamar Houston is changing his tune. He said that um, he was uh, saying inappropriate language, quote, and that he did use the N-word. Ka- Kaepernick stands by his you know, his story and um, says that uh, he didn't. He was fined 11000 bucks um, for it. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Will we ever get to the end of this? I mean, to the bottom of it? $11,000 is like $11 for him anyway, man. Well, that's money, man. I mean, 11000 is still don't, money. Don't say it. I mean, the white players can't say it on the field. Don't did say it on the field. Did he say it, though? If, the ref, if that's what the ref heard. Well, did he hear it? Hey, he he, he called it. He called He's, it. They're mic'd up. They he can hear this stuff it, now. But did he hear is it? Is he mic'd up? Is he mic'd up? It doesn't matter if he mic'd up or not. I mean, if I mean, I'm saying if he's mic'd up, they can go back and listen to the tape. Oh yeah, but if he's, I mean, I mean, you know, he called it like in real time, and if and if he either he said it or he didn't say it, you know, I mean, if he just cursed. I, I guess out. what you're saying is it's hard to police. No, I'm saying is did he hear it? I'm talking about this particular instance. Did he hear it? Well, yeah, I mean, it's hard to police. Yeah, of course, it's hard to police. I mean, you see, you hear it in the NBA like every other word. I mean, on the court, that's why they don't have any microphones. Kevin Garnett. What's <laughs> well, everybody? It's not just Kevin Garnett. I'm just Kevin saying Garnett he's out. Yeah, says it all. You know, he everybody says, everything. says everybody says it though. So you know, it's just one of those things. I mean, you know, I don't know. What are you going to do in the NBA? Like take change of possession? <laughs> is it, is it a per, put a personal foul on him? You know, fan him after the fact. It just, I mean, it just it seems like a dumb rule. I mean, I, I think it's to, I think to, it's hard to police. It's more things point. for them to police and to, to go after other than. You know some some inappropriate language on the field. Yeah, and they and are to, football players. And to key on one word, you know, I mean, every if that's the case, just go across the board and say no racial slurs. Period. Yeah, yeah. You know that I'm pretty saying? much sums it up. Yeah, say but that. But how often do you hear them say the other the other slurs though? We don't know. I mean, I, I mean, how did they say how often you hear that the n word? I mean, I'm pretty sure it's quite often. 
I mean, you don't hear him I say. Mean, what I you mean, guessing though? I mean, you don't you don't hear him say anything about uh. What you guessing about the Jewish race or? You don't know. Or anything else? I'm pretty sure they don't. We don't know. I mean, I'm just being just being logical here. I mean, how many Jewish players are out there? I mean, I don't know, but I'm just throwing it so out I, there. As I mean, an you wouldn't hear it unless it was a Jewish player out there, right? You wouldn't say I wouldn't say it to anybody or nobody would say anything. It's fact. Well, well, okay, you think they say anything to Tony Gonzalez when he was playing? They might have. <laughs> Is the who knows? You might have. Nah. They, they, oh yeah, they, everybody's yeah. Nobody says anything negative. Well, see, here's the th- here's the thing here though <laughs> about the they, uh, I mean, they say it to everybody. No, no matter what color y'all on the field, they just say that say it to you. Just uh, you know, it's just a. Uh, nah, I mean, that's, I, don't, I mean, maybe we're getting you know, yeah, I don't know, off track. But I mean, I don't, I'm, I don't know, man. It's just I think it's you going down. You're going down a slippery slope, man. I mean, it's just like you know. I think it's a hard. To, it's a hard. It's too hard to police, and they should just scratch it from the rule book. Racial slurs will be. Yeah, just say racial slurs. With, yeah, with that. Exactly. Yeah. Just say he used a racial slur. I agree. And then to pinpoint one word is, I think, is ridiculous. Um, but you know, whatever, man. Um, that's that's just how it goes. But I saw. Did you see that press conference yesterday with uh, with uh, what's his name? Uh, the Ravens owner, yeah, Bashadi, <laughs> Steve Bashadi. Yeah, man. I mean, this is so much backpedaling on this whole thing, man. Uh, on the origins of this whole, whole who knew what. Yeah, and I, I keep hearing about this edited video. Like he, Ray Rice said, "This video is." What, I mean, what could this video, what video, the unedited video? Ray Rice said, what? "There's a video." With the fight. Yeah, oh. he said, "There's a video that's unedited." Then the one that we seen was edited. Now my point is, if wow. the, in this unedited video, unless somebody is standing behind him pushing his arm. Right. Uh, somebody from ISIS is disguised as his girlfriend. I don't understand what could be different from what we've seen already. That they can change our minds about this horrendous act. Maybe think of the, the old best, Chappelle's. The yeah, best thing the, for uh, Ray Rice to do is just stuff. shut up. You remember when Chappelle did the thing about R. Kelly? Like it's all CGI. I'm proud you. I want to see him holding two IDs. Yeah. And- the best thing. The best thing. Um. The best thing Ray Rice needs to do is just shut up, man. Because he. I mean, you know, he's. He's a defendant now, in this thing. What he so needs he to do up. is have a, he needs to have a press conference. No, apologize to the world. He already did that. No, he didn't. He didn't do it. Wasn't no. Nah, he, he did. He's like, I'm not going to answer what what took place on the elevator. He didn't. Well, he shouldn't. He, yeah, he should. No, he needs he, to, he needs to come out. If, okay, this is if he wants his job back. If he wants to play in the NFL next year, he needs to hold a press conference, apologize to the world, apologize to his wife, tell everybody he's seeking help. He's, you know, he wants to be a better person. It was an evil thing that he did. No, nah, he already did that. He's not going to apologize for it because yeah, it was just it. wrong, and he just wants to, to be a better person and, and seek help. No, nah, he didn't never address what happened inside the elevator. Why should he? Because I'm saying if he wants his job back. If he don't want his job back, then forget it. He's not going to get his job back this yeah, year. Well, not this Bichotti, year, but, but next Bichotti year. just said he's, he'll never be a Raven. Next year. Somebody will pick him up. He'll get picked up without that, though. I, I think it'll uh, save better face on him for public relations if he takes that approach. No, I mean, what can uh, what, what can you do? You, you're on camera. Beat, you ever seen the Godfather Three? You gotta confess your sins, man. Nah, he needs to confess what happened inside the elevator. Nah, he did. He's never done that. He doesn't have to. All right, it's on. It's on. It's on tape. You know, I mean, he doesn't have to. Tell it to the women's groups. Who cares about the women? He wants his job back. He'll get his job back, man. If he can still run, he'll get his job back. But I think that what's happening is the I think the the bigger picture is that somebody somebody's head is going to roll. I think somebody's going to fire. I think Ozzie Newsom's going to get fired. Nah, I bet you. I bet you Ozzie Newsom will get fired, man. Nah, I don't. Somebody's going to get fired, man. 
It's going to be somebody from the NFL's office that's going to get fired. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Somebody, I mean, maybe bro, somebody. The old dude's maybe. not going to sell the team. It's going to be somebody. Somebody a, from the Ravens is going to get fired, whoever, too. Whoever, whoever's name was on the mail that received the tape, that's who's getting fired. And then I'm interested in what those text messages say, too. The Bashadi gave to, uh, sent to Ray Rice. and they, they were texting back and forth doing the whole thing, Which like, you dumb. know, in support. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, I, I don't mean, are they going to come out? If it's a personal text message, unless it was like a Ravens issued text, NFL issued phone. I mean, if these are personal text messages going back and forth, it's, hard, it's gonna be hard to get them. Not, no, it's not. Personal text message. Yeah. How, how are you gonna subpoena? I mean, them? unless it's court ordered. That's what I'm saying. How, who's gonna order them? Man, they, how would you get hey them? man, they they spent all this money on steroids for the Congress. I'm pretty sure they will probably waste money on this as well. But who's gonna give them up though? Somebody you know? will, man. Hey man, it's just two people. You know, if they were smart. In the words of West Indian Archie, <laughs> if you never write anything down, they'll never have any proof. That's true. That's true. But I mean, you know, everybody's, you know, you want to you want to text and you're all anxious because he thinks he's going to get back on the team and stuff. But uh, speaking of domestic violence, what's up? With, what's up with your girl, man? Your, your favorite female soccer player? What's happening? I mean, honestly, I don't watch soccer. Oh, you don't? Nah, but I think it's an interesting story. Yeah, it is a uh, good story. What's her name? Hope Solo. Hope Solo. Now, this is a female who's still being allowed to play. She's a big girl. Yeah, after being, uh, she was arrested for assaulting her sister and her nephew. Yeah. So. 17, a kid. A kid. Yeah. Well, you know what? I don't know what happened. The, the whole story is really not out there on exactly what went down. Well, we know what happened. They were drinking. Everybody was drunk. Is that what happened? Yeah. Wow. It was a party. Wow. Everybody was drunk, and then they just. How was the nephew? That's probably how they celebrate any time. Like anyway, the Palins? Just get beat up. Huh? Like the Palins, they had a big. Uh, I, I don't know where they were. She plays for the Seattle Rain. I don't know. But maybe if she was you know, maybe Seattle she had one of those sisters that deserved to get beat up. She just had just it's a possibility. You know, yeah. maybe it's a possibility. Like, yeah. How old was the nephew? Seventeen. Maybe he deserved to get beat up too. Yeah, I kind of find it hard. Beat up by my aunt. Kind of find it hard. Believe a big seventeen year old. Yeah, they. they, they it sounds like her sister may want some money. Maybe he's. Uh, maybe he's a little. You know. Maybe he's a little fellow. But I mean, you know, the, I guess the thing, the story is domestic balance. Female, is it is it a dub, is a double standard when you've got a female that's accused of domestic violence? I think the scenario a, a is that uh, I mean, it's not like she beat up a boyfriend. Or, she got two charges though. She, I mean, she beat up a sister and a seventeen year old nephew. I mean, that's two on one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So she should be. Like, she should, you should just let know. her go just because. Yeah, that's, 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 that's a, yeah. She beat up two people. I mean, I don't know, man. Just uh, basically stay away. from I, I, I guess in, in the light of things, everything being out, you know, domestic violence is just on the forefront, even on the local level and national level. That I mean, I don't. It sounds like self defense to me. <laughs> <laughs> Two on one, it sounds like self defense. Maybe so, man. If if you agree with Carlo, if if you think the Hope Solo should just be like, look, man, or if you if you're like, who's Hope Solo? Give yeah. us a call five zero two. On 384-1450 on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line. 502-384-1450. Um, speaking of domestic violence, you're a Steelers fan, right? No, you like the Giants. I like the Steelers, but I'm like a Giants Steelers? fan. I, I, I appreciate the history of the, of the Rooney uh, franchise. So what, what do you think about James Harrison coming back? I mean, it, I, I'm cool with it. He retired. You know, what happened back in 2008, for those of you who don't know, James Harrison had a domestic assault charge on his girlfriend. Also, another teammate, Cedric, I think Wilson. Cedric Wilson also had a domestic charge, and he was uh, cut, Wilson? and they kept. Uh, so it was Cedric something? 
Uh, no, I don't keep up with the Steelers. And uh, inside man, I know James Harrison kept his job. He had 16 sacks that year, by the way. So that was his uh, most productive year as a defensive player. Was 2008. So he should go the best year he's ever had. Beat somebody else. So basically, he beat his girlfriend up. You know, they he got sensitivity training, just like they do cops. They you know that's what they do for cops. Cops go beat up somebody. Uh, do, you know, yeah. do anything in the community they ain't supposed to do. Send them the sensitivity training. Everything will be okay. Yeah, that's the same mentality that the NFL has had the last ever since it's, I guess been in existence. Yeah, send them sensitivity training. It'll take care of everything. Now they're the tape came out. Yeah, now they're putting in other precautions and you know. Uh, help to you know for these psychiatric help and all that other stuff but anyway so James Harrison keeps his job but it's just the fact that he's coming back now and all this stuff is resurfacing even though his stuff was handled years ago but it's the fact that he did it okay and you know I noticed also that uh Mike Tomlin tweeted a picture of him and of himself and uh James Harrison he said Debo is back now I remember Debo Debo for smacking Felicia (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if that's the best choice. To, you know, you, I'm serious, man. If you got you got to think about this stuff, man. He's gonna say he's gonna say, but still, I we look at it. We seen the movie. Yeah, but I mean, Debo people smacked remember, Felicia. People and, remember Debo for getting knocked out. Yeah, he did, but he yeah. smacked Felicia for Craig knocking. He him smacked out. Miami's quarterback's mama. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did. It, it, it's just it was just funny that I caught that. That's all. And then Craig knocked him out after that. Yeah. So I mean, but you know, hey man, but you gotta be cautious of this stuff nowadays, man. <laughs> people, will, they, 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 it's, you know, people read into those words and be like, ah, he's supporting women beaters, think, he's support Debo. You know, you think people caught the uh, Friday reference? Nah, but I did. I'm clever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> Debo. I, I think, I, you know, I think I don't think it's not gonna matter a hill of beans because James Harrison has not been a defensive factor. Period. Since 2008. Yeah, what, be what honest. Like defensive player played in Cincinnati year last year. Yeah, but he, uh, yeah. he who record- else knows that besides <laughs> he had one interception. I think recorded uh what four sacks last year or something yeah, like that. He's, but. he's nuts, man. I yeah. saw him playing with his kids, like throwing his kids into the pool. He was throwing like you know we would just like toss him, toss our kids. We just he threw his kid like fifty feet up, and then they but they were loving it though. I don't know if they were scared, like, you know, if we don't laugh, daddy's going to beat us. I don't know, man. I got a friend, yeah. man. He got kids, and he was the same way, man. He'll throw them 80 feet in the air. I'm like, dude, what the heck are you doing, yeah, man? Dangerous. Yeah, it's dangerous, dangerous man. man. Yeah. I don't think he knows his own strength. That's probably what All it takes is just one wrong move and one mishap, and it's over. One false move. Yeah. So, look, Debo, a.k.a. James Harrison, chill, man. Chill. Well, he, I mean, somebody He has else been chill be. since 2008. <clears throat> yeah. That was a long chill. time ago. But some guys, I can imagine his wife. When his wife, he's married now, I believe. I'm not. I'm not sure about that. That was a thin, girl at the time. Was a thin now. girlfriend. I don't know if it's still his girlfriend. I mean, he married his girlfriend, but I think he's married. But I mean, could you imagine? Like his wife's probably like, yeah, she's happy that he signed that contract. Yeah, they need the money. Well, they need the money, but she probably needs a break too. Ah, right, send him away. Yeah. <laughs> could you imagine him just home with nothing to do all day? Yeah. <laughs> Come here, girl. Well, come here, kids. You know, but hey, man, I don't know. Um, what's 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 the deal? I mean, are we are we? Is this is that is that new story over with? That was that thing that uh, Adrian Peterson thing beating the kids. I mean, I saw people talking about. Still talking people, about it was it, like man. a debate. You know, yeah, it's still. I mean, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't. You know, I don't. Time change, man. You can't beat kids no more. But he's more. gonna get his money though. I think Sadra Mayfield said it best last week. Sadra from Wave Three was on the show, but you yeah, know, she gave the. Uh, Hey, the correct, uh, you know, they did research on it, and if you break skin, 
a bruise a child, that's child abuse. Yeah. If you knock them into next week, that's not child abuse. We clarified that last week, man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I guess everything's the visible, the visual. Yeah, but still, there's more forms of child abuse than physical. Yeah. Uh, You know, there's a lot more, you know, mental and, yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's a lot more that goes into it. Spiritual, um, uh, emotional, psychological. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I've never raised a belt or switched to my kids. I had it done to me. Yeah. And I never did it to my kids. I won't. I, I don't plan on doing it. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I don't think it's nothing I would ever do. You know, I yeah. spanked them lightly. You know, baby, the hand. I, I, I used to get those type of beatings growing up, man. Beatings. Uh, whippings, whatever you want to call them. Uh, Discipline. Beatings is like intense. Yeah, it is intense. But that's what it was, what though. Yeah, yeah, that's what people that's what, That was the terminology. I got my tail tore. I mean, you heard Charles Brockley talking about it also. He's like, that's what we do down in the South. Oh, he don't do but uh, I think I said it best last week. The, where that whole thing derived from, man, it's just the oh yeah history. Yeah. It's what you know. Hey, did you hear the the cat from? Uh, you ever watch Ray Donovan? He was on. Uh, I watched the one time. The brother, he was oh, on Wendell Pierce. Yeah, Wendell Pierce was yeah. on. He was on Bill Meyer. Bill Meyer yeah, talking Bill about Meyer. where the violence was learned from. You know, I'm not gonna go into he it. He went back. But yeah, he went deep on it. Okay. So if you ever catch catch Wendell Pierce's interview on uh, Bill Meyer. About how this balance and all this, where we, where it was learned from, who taught us? Oh yeah, and he breaks it down. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the wire, dude. Well, yeah. you know, he went to Juilliard. You know that? I didn't know he was. As, honestly, I didn't. When I, I didn't know he was as smart because he always played. Uh, he plays the ignorant role so good, man. We played bunk in, in the wire. That yeah, cool. and, and, you know he he played uh, on uh, get on the bus. He was the, get on the, the, the annoying guy. He always yeah, just plays, he was like yeah. He, he plays was, that he plays that ignorant role real good, man. He, he'll annoy <laughs> you. But he's, played, he's a he's, very intelligent brother. He's in, uh, what's that, Treme, too. Yeah, Treme. He's, yeah, he's, he's a star. I know I never got into that show, man. It's pretty good. New Orleans. Yeah, but New it's, Orleans, uh, but yeah, he's, yeah he, he broke it down, though. So if you ever get a chance, I'm going to go into it here. Yeah. But it's deep. And he yeah, I down. saw the part when he was talking about, um, he was talking about um, uh, uh, basically driving while black. That was, yeah, that when was, he got pulled over at one point. Yeah, with his With his, with his nephews kids. in the car. Kids in the car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. But hey, that's something for another day, another show. Hey, hey, hey. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Out of bounds. Trevor's redeemed himself. What's up? We're back, folks. Out of bounds. Your man, Brandon Lawrence, with Carlo Kellum. I don't know. I thought the inside man was supposed to call in today. I told him he was going to call in. No, I I think right now he's probably on site and get some intel. And he's going to drop some big news for us next week. That's what he's doing. Yeah. I hope so. But, uh, yeah, man. You can never go wrong with PE. So, you know. But, hey, there you go. Fight the power, man. It's one um, song that always gets me hype, man. Yeah, it gets you hype, man. What got me hype was Rosie Perez dancing in the beginning of Do the Right Thing. That was some that was some good stuff, man. And you know it's the twenty fifth anniversary of Do the Right Thing, right? Man, I can't believe it's it seems longer than that. Yeah, it does. Good movies, man. I, I remember I could tell you where I was when I first saw that movie. I was like where twelve I was twelve years old, man. I was spending the night over uh, one of my friends' house. 
they dad their dad had rented and we just say hey, we're gonna put it in and watch it. <laughs> yeah yeah you know back then you know then. that's a movie i had to watch over and over again growing up because back then it. you miss so much oh yeah no doubt just like with uh, a lot of his earlier movies like school days you know yeah. i watched that as a kid you know before i was even a teenager man i was watching that yeah. Uh, she's got. She's got to have it. Have you know, when it. I went back and revisited those movies as an adult, man, deep. Yeah, deep, and I, you deep, know, yeah. deep stuff. And I, it? probably, I probably watched it a million times when I was a kid. All those movies. Oh yeah, but you can't yeah. get you can't get the, the 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 full effect as a kid. You got to live a little bit, then can then watch it. I mean, but it, it's take. I mean, it's the same thing today, man. I was watching. You know, we'll, we'll stick with the. I guess we'll stick with the New York theme. We can throw in Derek Jeter. Right, just say we're talking about Derek Jeter. I was watching this thing on Ed Koch, and they were talking about you know Yusef Hawkins um, getting killed um, walking that walking from Jones Beach, and um, you know and um, you know. But I mean that that do the right thing was like a real. It's real. It's real. It's a yeah. real deal. Real deal thing, you know. And of course, you know Spike Lee. Of course, throwing the sports thing, we got to do that. Um, you know, use Mars Blackman, Jordan's right hand man, yeah. and all that. Okay. Well, my favorite quote is "Go to the store, and give me a Miller High Life." <laughs> <laughs> there you, you go. You, just to down to what you were saying, real deal. It's actually listed in the cultural significant category of the U.S. Library of Congress. The movie of Do the Right Thing is. Oh yeah, it's, it's classic, classic, man. It's, classic it's in the movie, National man. Film Registry, which is not a shock. Should have got a uh, back in those days. Movies well, like that weren't considered yeah. for Oscars. You know, that they said they was going to start start a riot. <laughs> No, no, that's what well, it sounds like—a real live quote. But yeah, just like the movie, the, the spook that sat behind, that sat by the door was supposed to cause riots <laughs> back in the seventies. Yeah, which you know, yeah. every surface like ten years ago, man. The spook the 70s. But back in the seventies, man, they was like, "Hey, the spook that sat by the door, we we pulling this from the shelf." Yeah, it disappeared for almost thirty years. That's real. <laughs> it disappeared yeah. for thirty years. We yeah. were lucky enough to have the do right thing. Just you know, it was being played, man. At no home, yeah, they, they could. Quick question for you: Who beat "Do the Right Thing" for the 1989 Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay? 89. Yes. Hold on, let me. What aliens? I don't know. Uh, I'll give you a hint. It involves Morgan Freeman and an old woman. Oh, oh driving no, Miss Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, isn't that, isn't that appropriate? How ironic! How yeah. appropriate that is. But look, we've got a um, we've got a <laughs> caller on. Oh man, Scott! He actually just dropped, unfortunately. Oh, did he drop? Yeah, I guess he was not a fan of do the right Scott thing. Scott was Scott. We had hey, Scott, Scott LaRock. Too long. Call back Scott in. Scott LaRock, Scotty too hottie. Beat me up, Scotty. I control your body. Listen up, this is a worldwide party. Um, but look, man. Speaking of this, speaking of beaming me up, yo, what is going on with these NFL players, man? Well, after you finish playing, what is up with these guys? What is up with these guys dying? You know? I don't know, man, but I feel like you're about to hit close to home. Yeah, I mean, what's 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 the deal, man? You want to talk about it after the break? Yeah, let's talk about it after the break. But let's, you know, we got we got a second. What about uh, you had you know, who is it? Junior Seau. Yeah. Um. Who else? Uh, Andre uh, Waters, former safety of the Eagles. Muddy Waters. Yeah. Dirty Waters. Whatever yeah. you want to call him. Uh, that was his nickname, actually. Yeah. yeah, that was his nickname, Dirty Waters, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's a lot of, a lot of I mean, well, we can get into the list, but, I mean, it's just kind of kind of frequent, man. I mean, these guys are, I don't know. These well, guys are young guys, I mean, man. in those situations, you could say it was from hitting hard and. Or was it, is it the head from this is it other, HGH? Yeah, but this other situation, I don't know if that's so much so the same case, man. All right, but let's, we, we teased it enough. 
We're going to take this break and be right back on the other side, Out of Bounds. You just lost the points. Because he's dropping, dropping, dropping. You don't like Sublime? It's a salute to KRS One. I thought it was kind of cool. I was going to play KRS One, but I went with a salute instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next time goes your first instinct. But look, man, we we left we we left talking um we left talking about um this NFL thing and the re- recent rash. Well, I guess over time a rash of uh. People driving off the road, and Junior Seau drove drove off the road. Um, you know, it's, it's crazy stuff. But um, look, we all know last weekend Rob Baronis from Trinity uh, passed away. He's thirty six year old ex kicker for the Tennessee Titans, uh, and ex Trinity guy, ex Auburn, Georgia Southern kid. He's one of our own. He's Louisville man, hometown boy. Yeah. I saw, you know, his co- high school coaches, ex-high school coaches over there. You know, he was real emotional about it. But, I mean, Carlo, you were talking about it. We were talking about it. Something just doesn't seem right about the story, man. I don't know, man. I, and this is, you know, I'm reading a report from John Breach off of CBS Sports. Just reading this whole story, man, it just doesn't make any sense. Uh, as we all know, he's married. he was married to Rachel uh, uh, Baronis, a.k.a. Terry Bradshaw's daughter. Right. Uh, so you know he was he was married to a legend's daughter, but this is the story, man. From what I've read off of you know, well we we've read we've all heard the story, but apparently he and his wife were watching a movie, and then he was reported miss he was they were watching a movie. He decided to go to bed around ten thirty. His wife went to go check on him a few minutes later. He wasn't in bed, so she calls the police and reports him missing. Forty five minutes after that, uh, you know the. He he had the wreck and and, pa- and unfortunately passed away. And around eleven oh three, he had ran the person off the road, and that person called in to nine one one saying somebody's driving erratically on the road. Yada yada yada. You know, I need to send some dispatch out here to see what's going on. But the whole thing about you know, if you're watching a movie and then you go to bed, you know, if I'm watching a movie with my wife, then I go to bed, <laughs> and then I get up and I say, "Hey, I'm gonna run the store real quick." 
And my wife calls me. I don't answer the phone after a few minutes. She's not calling my relatives, and she's not calling to report me missing. Yeah, that's weird. It just doesn't make any sense. It see, it's got to be more to the story, because then it's another. They've got somebody else that said he tried to run him off the road, and like they rolled the window down. It was like, hey man, you know you need to chill. They said he rolled his window down and said, um, they, no, something like his exhaust smelled bad. They told him that, and he he looked over him and said. Allegedly, that he was going to kill everybody in their car. So people, you know, apparently talked to some. I don't know. Man. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, these are just these are reports that we're right. getting. It's not just like hey, we're just saying that you know we got inside intel. But these are reports out there that's been reported. It just doesn't make any sense, man. Then they've got a nine one one call from from somebody who tried to. I mean, the whole yeah, the whole tried to run them off the road, or either road, or either they yeah. tried to run them off the road. I, don't I mean, know. the whole thing of. You know, me taking a nap and then, you know, stepping out to the, you know, for a second and me being reported missing after a few minutes, that, that doesn't. Something's you know. off on the timeline, man. Yeah, the timeline is, yeah. I, I guess it's, it's still under investigation, so I'm pretty sure more will come out. But yeah. condolences is out to the family, man. It's a very tragic loss for the Louisville family. Tragic. And, for, you know, for his guy. family, yeah. The young guy, He's, same age as me. He just got married last year, right? To Terry Bradshaw's daughter. Well, I mean. He just, I mean, I don't know. And he, you know, he had a great career. You know, he's been with the Titans since 05. Yeah, yeah. And that's, he's a great that's, kicker. Yeah, he had a lot of, lot of good moments, a lot but, of great moments. You know, if, if anything does come out, I mean, this is a guy who was a kicker. He didn't, you know, he wasn't getting hit. Well, he wasn't, you know, usually they say uh, they had hit. You know, Virginia say, yeah, you know, it was too many concussions and things of that nature. You can't go there on this one. Well, you know, we'll, I mean, we'll see. Maybe I don't know if it's what is, what 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 the autopsy will say, or if his family's even, you know, considering. Um, you know, well, I'm, I know they're going to do an autopsy, but I don't. You never know what's going on. It's it's an emotional time, but it just it seems the story is just kind of weird, man. Yeah. But if anybody wants to talk about this, you know, Rob Baronis or anything, you know, five zero two three eight four fourteen fifty on the Oxmoor Ford. Lincoln Buzz Line, 502-384-1450. Um, yeah, it's, it's a sad story, but it is just it's a weird story, weird story. But, um, you know, look, man, we've, we've got what? What are we in? We're a little bit into this college football season, and, and like I said earlier, the going deep guys are coming in, but what's is it too early for the Heisman thing, front runners? Uh, who's the kid from BYU they're talking about? The kid from BYU. Yeah, they got a Heisman Hopeful. Taysom Hill, the quarterback. Yeah, but my Heisman Hopeful is from my Friday the Irish. Ever Ghost. Ghost, he's yeah, cold. He's balling. He's balling. What about uh what about Ty Gurley, man? He's he's having a good year so far. I, I think we can't really decide until we get about eight and eight games, seven, eight games into the season. You gotta wait that long? I think so. Uh, yeah, I think, man, the first three, usually the first several games of the season are a cupcake game. You know, you play the well, FIUs and the you know, the Ohio universities and, you know. He, I mean, Georgia B, South Carolina, uh, Georgia B, what was it? Clemson? Simmons College football team. You know, they they play these type of squads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't really. <laughs> right around the seventh or eighth game, you know who the Heisman hopefuls really are. Mississippi State took out LSU. I mean, I, prime example. That was a big game. Yeah. Kyle that Orton was, was a he was a Heisman hopeful for the first four Ortons at, four uh, games at Purdue. He, they was his well, has you know it's just too early to say I think I think this well it's early obviously it's early but they had there have been some big games 
early in the Michigan, season. Michigan, Notre Dame, Everett Ghost. Which was a big one. game. It turned out to be a, a dud. Texas A&M had a big game when they when they uh, came in there and beat the brakes off South Carolina. Yeah. South Carolina was, was ranked top ten. Yeah, I was surprised. And now I think A and M is number six. I mean, what about what about the job that Kevin Sumlin's doing down there? Because people were saying that, uh, you know, I guess that you know they were thinking that it's all about Johnny Manziel. But it seems like, I mean, is that the new Houston? Because uh, he's doing an excellent job. Anybody, he? any quarterback yeah. you put in that system is excelling. Yeah, I mean, even when Johnny missed the what the game, what the first half last year. <laughs> Oh, the yeah. first half last year's game, the quarterback was a good eye. Well, he did a he did yeah. a uh, half of Jameis Winston. Yeah, <laughs> is it funny? Oh, you know what? How, how did it's it go funny, from right? how did it go from half a game to the whole game? Well, uh, uh, hold up. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I didn't mean to cut you off. Hold up, man. Yeah. Johnny Manziel <laughs> was signing a paraphernalia, and it was obvious that he was caught. Right. But yeah. Jameis Winston, and he lied, and he lied. yeah, and he, lied. and he lied, and he only gets to miss half a, a first half. Right. And James Wisdom just stands up and, you know, says a joke, you know. Right, right. Something that, like I said, Peyton Manning put his, his, his butt cheeks in the trainer's <laughs> face, a female trainer on top of that back in 96. Hey, man. Uh, yeah, it's just, man, it's, I don't know. Are, are we short, too sensitive nowadays? People have a short memory, man. Are we too sensitive with a lot of things that we, uh, I mean, well, has I mean, sensitivity training went overboard? Know, I was listening to uh, Desmond Howard. He's, you know, he's he was talking about, that uh, it seems like Winston likes to wants to fit in, be one of the guys, and he can't do that anymore because he's got a target because he's a Heisman winner, quarterback of the national championship, uh, Florida State Seminoles, and um, you know, I mean, he made he made some good points, but yeah, I, I think it's a bit of both. You know, so basically, it's too much. It's too. It's just too much. And then your boy, your your boy, your favorite player, Russ Smith, came out and said, you know, you. Basically, uh, he did the Toys R Us thing. He said a kid can't be a kid. Okay, so check this in college. Out. So basically, they're saying let, you and let me use whatever. a metaphor here. So basically, they're saying that he can't be like uh, I don't know a, a two pocket. Uh, no, maybe like a Suge Knight. You can't be in the music industry and still be a gangster. You got to be like uh, I guess an Ice Cube and get quit from being a gangster or whatever, and just be full Hollywood. Well, is that what they're saying? He's not. Is he? What do you mean? You think he's gangster? No, I'm not saying he's gangster. I'm just, saying, just throwing yeah, an analogy. Just saying, hey, you know, some rappers they can still be in the streets, but they still oh, rapping. Yeah. And you got the rappers who just go completely Hollywood. Well, they say once you and they have up. no touch. They they don't even touch it because they they like Jay Z. He's like, why? Well, I, I, I don't have to go back there. You know, it I'm famous him, now. It took him a while. It took him. A while. Took, it did take him a while. But so, yeah, so they saying he was wearing jerseys for a while. So Jameis Winston still can't be a kid. Can't have fun. Can't throw jokes. You know, can't do because I did stupid stuff in college. Yeah, and then plus I did stuff worse. I did I did stuff worse than the crab legs. <laughs> I did stuff way worse than that. He wanted as yeah. a freshman, so it's tough because he's got to stay. You know, any other time it's public image. If he was a basketball player, he would he would have been gone last year. He would have been out. Oh, if yeah. he if oh, you yeah. win. Player of the year as a basketball player. Unless you're player. Tim Tebow. <laughs> if you win player of the year as a basketball player, your freshman year, and you're on the national championship team, that's like he's got to do it. He would have done the mellow and just bounce. He's been out. He'd been the number top draft pick, no question. Yeah. You know, but he would have been doing dumb stuff. You know, in the NFL, NBA, on the road. But spin in it. But hold. Here's the thing, right? And just. Sticking with the football football theme, I was listening. Um, a lot of these guys, a lot of these players, aren't letting their kids play football. 
because of the head injury thing. I mean, is football yeah. going to be? Is football going to go the way of boxing? I, I have no sympathy. I, I'm, a, I'm a fight fan. You know me. Boxing is my favorite sport. But people box, aren't boxing. A, a, the best athletes aren't boxing anymore. Uh, that's true. But a boxer will get ten concussions in one round, and you don't hear them complaining about there being too much balance in boxing or MMA. They can't complain. But I'm saying this. It, I don't have any sympathy for <laughs> players out there playing football when a boxer. Well, you can't say that because the, the highest play athlete in the world is a boxer. He doesn't get hit. True, because he's that good. But my point is, in you'll the head. but you'll get five concussions in a round, and you don't hear them saying we need a. You, you can't. You can only throw five so many concussions you, in one. I'm round? I'm pretty sure, man. If you see some boxing matches, with guys get concussions in one round. Dude, you get hit in the head, man. Carl, let Five me ask you this. in three minutes. What's the it's history possible. of boxers after their career? <laughs> huh? What's the history of boxers after their career? Because my, my, yeah, it's my, not very good, especially even compared to the NFL. My point is, is that you don't hear people in an uproar saying, hey, we need a lesson. You can only hit throw uh, five uh, head punches of, around. It hasn't got to that extent yet. The NFL, man, they're taking the fun out of it. What's going yeah, to it's also, a balanced sport. Boxing's you know, also making a, you, a, what, a fifth of the, what the NFL makes. No, the highest player in the world is a boxer. That's, making, that's an individual. You're comparing yeah, an individual to the meaning league. He, meaning, he's, meaning he's making more money than any other athlete in the world. Right here, Goodell alone yeah. makes $44 million, So that's, okay. a, that's, a, that's a point to be made. He's the highest paid athlete. That's one, but that's one, with night, zero, that's one night for uh, With zero endorsements. <laughs> yeah, true, but maybe they only fights three nights a year, too. So he, But you're, one f- boxer, you're talking about the whole sport of boxing compared to the whole sport of the NFL. Yeah. Oh, it trumps it, man. The NFL, Mayweather's an anomaly. Yeah, what about the other boxers that get concussions? You don't hear anybody complaining about them saying, like I said. What's well, because li- they're not in the spotlight of the PR that the NFL is. That's why. If the boxing was But it's a balanced that, sport. Are we going to be cupcakes? I'll be, you know, <laughs> I'll be men and play the game well, and let them play the game. Then if you don't, if you don't want to complaining, then you got to take less Are money. we British? <laughs> this is America, man. <laughs> yeah, this is America, man. We take beatings in the head. For breakfast, not if you want to get paid big time money like the NFL does, though. Well, you got to be more careful. You got, yeah, you're gonna have That's to tone the, the game. It's down. all, you know, it's more about it's them injuries. protecting their investments. Well, yeah, their property. It's all yeah, about money. If they're, if they're not on the field, then nobody watches and nobody pays. Nobody wants to see know. the replacement players, right? Oh, no, nah, we don't. <laughs> I don't. You know, but I mean, yeah, man. Traditionally, hey, when I play boxing, NFL Madden on the Xbox, I got injuries on. If my quarterback gets hurt, he's just out for the season. <laughs> Not me. I'm I'm a bunk with that. Yeah. I turn him off. Nah, <laughs> man. nobody want, I want that real life environment. I'm nobody tur- wants to see. Nobody wants. To if see my quarterback gets hurt on Madden, man. I'm playing with the backup because I'm that good. Nobody wants to see the backup play. You don't pay. You don't pay a ticket. Pay the price of those the exorbitant prices of the tickets to see the backup. In Carlos' play. defense, he's a Giants fan. Their first string suck as much as their second, so it doesn't matter if they get hurt. I guess. He can just put them right on in. It won't make a difference. This is for somebody whose team who's never won a Super Bowl. Three and zero, my friend. Three and zero. Oh yeah, and uh, what's the guy? What's the in Foles we trust? The I've Red, seen my the team in, through that game. Away, I've man. seen my team in four Super Bowls in my lifetime. Man, wow, that's a good stuff. I also saw your team go zero and six last and we've year. We've won three. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. I'm glad mm. you can remember the past. I don't remember it. I look forward. I don't keep my eyes in the rearview there, Giants fans. Oh. <laughs> There hey, baby, if you never won one, that's all you can look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> I have the go. luxury of reminiscing over. I, I got the luxury of reminiscing over glory over the recent glory days. Hey. Yeah, I, yeah, I love seeing the old Super Cowboys Super Bowls. We won the '60 championship. You know, okay, '60. That's like yeah. saying Jim Brown. Won Still, the, Super Bowl. the only team ever to beat Vince Lombardi in the title game. By Who's the way? on that team? Uh, Chuck Benarek, Tommy McDonald. Oh, <laughs> 
Oh yeah, this Bednarik. Yeah, you but know, yeah, man. You remember Bednarik at least? Yeah, yeah, I remember him. He's he's a loudmouth guy. Giants and Frank Gifford definitely remember him. But uh, look, man, you know it's 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 crazy. I mean, because traditionally, you know, boxing is uh is like a poor man's sport. Most boxers are poor, and they you know they're boxing their way out of poverty. Things like that, you know. So, I mean, it's kind of one of those necessity things, you know. Most, And then a lot of them have been in juvenile detention and jail and stuff like that. So, but I don't know. I just think, I think, I think boxing, I mean, football is probably going to go the way of boxing, man. It's going to be, nobody's going to play it anymore. The best athletes are not going to play. I mean, because I was watching, I, hold on, I was watching this thing on, on Auburn um, with uh, Charles Bark. They were talking about SEC. Channel Charles Barkley, Frank Thomas, and uh, Bo Jackson, and 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 <laughs> Charles Barkley said the worst day of my life was when I the day I played football. Wow, you know, I mean, because well, Charles Barkley they hit man. man. He was six. It's not for everybody. They hit man. The people who, we have to come to terms that it's that's a, what I'm saying. We got to come to terms. It's a violent sport, and it's gonna be violent. The people best, gonna get the hurt. Best, more more of the athletes are not gonna play football though. Yes, they will. Nah, they won't, man. Yes, they will. You know, the they parents won't. might not let them play it at a young age, but you got those parents. We're living their glory days. They, they right. live. They see it through their kids. That's because that's gonna keep it moving. I mean, but that's cra- okay. Go watch. The, go watch the Juice Bowl next Thanksgiving. Juice you tell me, yeah. Nah, go watch some Pop Warner football. There's a lot of nah, there's a lot of yeah. a lot of parents who put their kids through that. But they don't go. They know who was. When's the last time somebody from Juice Bowl played in the NFL, or either, uh, or either Pop Warner and Louisville played in the NFL? It doesn't well, happen I can, that often. I can tell you somebody recent. <laughs> uh, yeah. Michael if, Bush. Michael yeah. Bush, yeah. Recent? I mean, he was just out of the league as of last year. He was in the league last year. He played, I know, Pop Jeremy Warner. Johnson? Okay. Jeremy, John, Jeremy Johnson's been out of the league for about out of how many, I was this name. Out of how many hundreds of kids or over the years, thousands, of, you got two people? I mean, you got Pop Warner across the world. It's more prevalent. Well, you're just than, talking about like, Louisville. In Texas, in, in Texas. Who are and, you talking uh, about? Louisville's a pretty big city, man. Yeah, but I'm just saying you just compared Louisville. Like, yeah, compared that's what to I'm Texas, saying. Florida. Talking, I mean, what, Florida, Texas, Ohio, Pennsylvania. That's where the pool is. I'm talking about Louisville, though. I'm talking about the city. The state of Kentucky. They'll produce a whole bunch of... Football players compared to the amount of people that play. But my point is, if given a choice to, of playing football or basketball, most people p- choose basketball. Charlie Ward, well, the choice was kind of made for him. Allen Iverson. Uh, he didn't want to get hit. Uh, uh, the only reason they don't play basketball is because if they can't make it, like Tony Gonzalez or Peppers or, or Gates, you know. Most of those guys, if given a choice, they play basketball rather than Rather than football, man. Iverson went to Georgetown, by the way, which doesn't offer football. So well, he, he played, originally signed to play football and basketball. At but he was, yeah. but he was cold. He was cold in high school. Newport, Newport News. But when he came out and got to Georgetown, he couldn't play football because they didn't offer football at Georgetown. Yeah. Well, he wouldn't have played anyway. That's what he made the decision not to play. Scott, Scott's oh, back. What's up, Scott? We're gonna do him real quick. Yeah, yeah. Scott, what's Scott up, Larock. Hey, what's up, champ? Hey guys, hey! I just wanted to make sure everybody that's got their ears on out there knows about the uh, Facebook page that we're working on. It's uh, facebook.com forward slash OOB radio. Facebook.com forward slash OOB radio. And uh, just to kind of hit back on what you said about the youth football coaches, I think my little league football coaches were tougher than my high school coaches were and the college coaches that I was around. Is they are. They're just 
they're kind of like gung ho. Yeah. Uh, they don't really understand, you know, how the the young body is, so to speak, and they want to run you real hard. Yeah. Well, you heal faster, your kid. <laughs> you don't need steroids. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good point, man. That, that is a good point. Yeah, it is. You got people that don't know what they're doing out there, and they're hurting these kids, man. You know, because if you got a and, kid. Uh, speaking of yeah. football, the Hilltoppers are back in action this weekend. They're taking on the Navy Midshipmen. They're going to go to Annapolis on the East Coast and see what the West Kentucky boys can do. Yeah, I think that'll be a good game. Hilltop is a, uh, you know, this is a Hilltop station, right? Go top, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, they go to all the games. NIU and who else? Well, IU that beat Missouri this weekend, I was going to say. Yeah, Missouri's like in the top 100, I think. Top, they were number 18, were emphasis on. In the were. country? Yeah. Indiana went to number 18 at Missouri and beat them. And deser- undeservedly so. But nah, IU's got a good team though. Good, and they, and I think they're coming back. Great fan base. It's excitement. But IU, it's a Big Ten school. Where's Truth at? Truth can Truth speak on that? <laughs> nah, hey man, I remember. It's I know. I know. Real strong, huh? Real strong offense up there in Bloomington. Defense is yeah. I think kind of set them back. But yeah, that was a great win over Missouri for sure. Yeah. No, yeah, because you know, especially Missouri, the last few years have been pretty doggone good. Michael, uh, you know, Michael Sam. Of course, Michael Sam's was gone, but you know. <laughs> hey, oh, who the hand? Can well, you tell? Uh, can you tell him again? Know about the page, brother. Facebook. What Facebook. is it again? Yeah, tell us again, com. man. Facebook.com forward slash OOB Radio. That's right. The OOB is like out of bounds, and like it, like it, please. Thanks, Scott. Hey man, O'Houlihan, that's my dude, man. O'Houlihan. O'Houlihan, that's uh from Mass, right? Major O'Houlihan. I, I thought it was off Dodgeball. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. But it is uh O'Houlihan is was from Mass though. I thought that was radar. No. They had a guy. No, they had O'Houlihan. That's O'Houlihan. Major O'Houlihan. Did you watch Mass? Yeah, man. I mean, how are you gonna make fun of me for, for, for like a beast boy? You watch Mash sucked, by the way. No, I didn't make fun of you. I just said, you know. It could have been a better song, but not Beast. <laughs> I said the Beastie Boys are good. Beastie Boys are classic. Man. And we need to come in on some yeah, Barney you can't Miller, dog man. The Beastie Boys. I said the first couple of albums, I did the latest stuff. You just really say Barney that, Miller. Yeah, right? radioactive. You, you, you start talking about Mash. I was thinking about the old, uh, the old list back in the day. It was Mash came on, then Barney, Barney Miller was right after that. I used to stay up yeah. summer nights with my my brother watching that stuff. That man. was when Nick at Night used to play <laughs> shows that were actually before the current generation. Back now, in the day, now yeah, you Barney put on Nick at Night and they've got How I Met Your Mother just ended like six weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, Barney Miller was good. That was a show, man. I like Barney Miller. Was that kid's what was the guy's name in there? It was an Indian in there, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, that name was his name? Uh Julio. No, I don't know if it was Julio. Was it Julio? But I know you're talking about though. Julio was on there. <laughs> but he wasn't Julio though. But yeah, I know you're talking about, man. Yeah, he was on the Sound for the Sun too. Yeah, yeah, but he yeah, wasn't yeah, Julio. Yeah, yeah. yeah he else. was Julio on Sound for the Sun, right? Yeah, he was Julio on Sound. Yeah, okay, all right. Beans and disease to you too. Yeah, good he old days, go. man. Good he old days. Go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. You know, hey, it's another week, another couple of dollars, man. You know, we what we try to do is just give you something on Tuesday to you know lighten up the workload, listen to something, be light, and uh, talk with us if you want. As always, you know what you can do. You can call in 502-384-1450, Oxmoor 4, Lincoln Buzz Line. Next is up are these guys 
they think they know that nah. These guys are good, man. The going deep guys are coming in to hit you up with this college football thing and take it to the other level, another level. Thanks, Scott, for calling in about the Facebook page. What is it? What do you say? Facebook forward slash O O B out of bounds. O O B out of bounds. Like it. You know, take us take us number one with a bullet. You got any any last thing to say, Carlo? Man. God bless. Good night. <laughs> like Russell Simmons used to say Hey my birthday's Thursday man This Saturday I'll be at the Louisville game Taking pictures So be looking out on the photos KentuckySports.co uh, I'll be at the fight Feature promotion Saturday night Lexington, Kentucky It's going down Boxing's in Kentucky So that's what we'll be doing Coming up next man See you next Tuesday Hey Next Tuesday 7 to 9 Out of bounds We're out of here And I know episode of Going Deep, Louisville's favorite college sports radio football talk show. Uh, as always, today we have with us Professor C.J. Mance. How y'all doing? And Chad, the Hitman Graham. <laughs> Hitman, huh? <laughs> I'll take it, I'll take it. Uh, remember to like us on Facebook, Going Deep Radio uh, dash college football discourse. On Twitter, at Going Deep Blue. And always remember that this show is brought to you by the wonderful C.J. Mance at New York Life Insurance. Call 678-938-8961 for all of your financial planning or life insurance needs. That is correct. <laughs> so as, al- as always, we jump to the uh, the question of the day. Our question of the day today is, Charlie Strong today kicked off his ninth player, a guy named Kennedy Estelle, who plays uh, tackle at Texas off the football team. What do you think about this? Is this a good thing or a bad thing for college football, Chad? You know, you know and I'll say, I'll first say, that was like a million-dollar intro, CJ. That was, yeah, that was great. <laughs> it it was worth a lot. <laughs> the thing about this is, and, and this is, I think what we're seeing this year, and it's, you know, CJ, you've been following this sport since you were born, and uh, maybe you can you can talk about this a little bit more, but today it's everything you do is under a microscope, especially if you're a marquee player, especially if you play for a, a Division One football school such as Texas or Florida State or Alabama or even even a school like Vandy. Vandy's kicked off its share of players last year. Obviously, we had they had a scandal where uh, lots of uh, a running back was dismissed, another wide receiver was was also dismissed as involved in a in an unrelated to football issue, unrelated to amateurism issue. And then last week we had uh, a, the suspension of Jameis Winston for pulling what was basically it was an internet mem. I guess it was an inter, internet mem by these frat guys who walk up behind a uh, reporter and say something vulgar into the camera. So Winston does this. 
And then uh, Jimbo Fisher finds out about it and suspends him. And the, the issue is Jimbo Fisher, you know, obviously wants his players to act like gentlemen. He wants his players to act like, like we expect our, you know, our young people to, to act. But he takes actions which, which hurt the, 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 uh, Winston's career, potentially, hurts Winston's season and hurts Florida, Florida State's season. You know, they narrowly beat, they narrowly beat Clemson. It was it was a tougher game than it, than it should have been because they had, they had oh, to go with uh, they, Sean they, McGuire. They were lucky to escape that game alive. Right. Uh, the the issue is, well, Jimbo Fisher only suspended him for a half, and then Florida State's um, uh, president and uh, higher ups stepped in and suspended for the entire game. It really is about accumulation of other things. He's currently, you know, they're going back through re- analyzing the invest the investigation of last year's incident, and then there's the current. Um, uh, environment in which we exist in based on a lot of the NFL actions. Um, so, I mean, I understand how it happened. Taking as a single instance what happened with Jameis Winston is not that big of a deal, and it wouldn't have been a big issue, but we're in the age of social media where everyone knows everything. Faust, do you think do you think this is a sudden change, a sudden change that's going to last forever? Because last year, we all remember Jameis Winston, suddenly there was rape allegations, but nobody seemed to care as much, and he certainly didn't get suspended. In the middle of their playoff, you know, their their run to the national title. Well, I'll tell you this: Charlie Strong. It hasn't been sudden. Charlie Strong has had the, the five core values, and those five core values are are decently easy to follow. And they're they're, they're you got to be honest. You have to treat women with respect. You can't use drugs. You can't steal, and no guns. And nine people that play for Texas <laughs> have have violated at least one of those core values. And he says, "You want off this team? All you have to do is violate one of those core values." It's automatic. Is it automatic? Then? That's, that's what he says. It's automatic, and everybody. And there's a couple that are suspended. Now, there's even nine been kicked off, and a couple suspended for violating team rules. And that's probably going to class. That probably he probably suspended them for not going to class, right? That's right. And so wh- while we have all this attention on the people that are doing the wrong things and suspending people for half a game or doing whatever they're doing. I don't think a lot of attention is is uh, and it's good attention that should be given to Charlie Strong for doing this. It's almost negative attention for him kicking oh, sure. off these players. Well, I'm sure a lot of the boosters and a lot of the uh, a lot of the Longhorn faithful that go absolutely crazy about everything that happens to the football team care a great deal about its impact on on recruiting and other things. But do you think these these do you think there was that Jimbo Fisher had pressure to do something about Winston's behavior, CJ? Of course, he had pressure to do something because of the environment we're currently in, and um, and also just because people. I think we've reached a tipping point for how much people are willing to tolerate from any type of athlete or any type of or, and really, I think it's actually more athletes. Let's be honest. Uh, any other type of fame fame does not come with the same standard, and we can talk about reason for that for hours, probably. But you know, um, but really, at and at the end of the day. Right is right, wrong is wrong. It's really not complicated unless you make it complicated. If Winston has to understand these graded on different standards, he just has to behave differently. He didn't have these issues with a lot of the with the any. I mean, Brandon. I mean, we can go down the list of of guys like Dax Prescott and the Mississippi State who's not had any issues. You just have to behave a certain way when you're the man on campus. You behave a certain way, the same way we do in any type of big time profession where people have their eyes on you. And college athletes, when you win the Heisman, success comes with certain responsibilities, and baggage that you have to carry for the rest of your life. That's it. Be so, responsible. Faust, do you see do you see the NCAA stepping in and, and imposing sort of rules the way the NFL is talking about doing? You have these off-field violations. You're looking at a six-game suspension or et cetera, something, anything like that. 
No, the NCAA is a pretty weak organization right now, and they've proved with Penn State they're not interested in getting involved in anything that's that's uh, going to make a difference in anybody's life. Uh, so that, I mean, that's where they stand. I mean, they're not they're interested in making money, and that's that's obviously yeah. where. And amateurism is what they focus on. That's the only way NCAA is going to step in. Well, I mean, Patrick Toll, I mean, not Patrick Tolls, but UK's quarterback a couple years ago was suspended when he headbutted his girlfriend, and UK did the right thing, and that doesn't really get enough uh, enough press. But, you know, speaking of UK, uh, <laughs> we, we do our, our games, we go through our matchups. If you've listened to the show before, what we do is is guess the line, and we guess the line in Vegas. We don't guess what the line should be. We guess what the Vegas uh, experts are putting it at, and then we see who's closest. You can play along at home. If you uh, let's for instance, the first game on our list is Wake Forest at Louisville. If you think Wake Forest is going to win this game by ten, that'd be Wake Forest minus ten. Uh, but we'll see what what Vegas thinks. Uh, Chad, what do you think about this game? Well, you know, I think a lot of it is going to depend on who who's starting at quarterback. Uh, you've got you've got Louisville really struggling to work on a few things. They, I th- I believe they need to run the ball more, and I think that Wake Forest will leave enough holes that they absolutely absolutely can do that. Is Michael Dyer back? Is 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 that within the possibility? I think he's back. He's back to play. So I see it. I see it as as uh, wait as U of L by by ten. Okay. What what do you think about this game, CJ? And when I look at the game, the big question is whether Gardner's healthy. Wake Forest is bad though, so I think I pick Louisville. I see the spread being Louisville minus sixteen. Well, I'll tell you, uh, Gardner, Gardner's knee injury is still up in there. They haven't announced whether or not he's going to play. I would guess he's probably not after watching that game. Uh, whether Reggie Bonifant's going to play, too, is up in there after he missed his uh, last week's practice due to the untimely passing of his father. Uh, Louisville's offensive line hasn't been impressive. The right tackle has given up all kinds of sacks, and he's, he's some of the problem with the uh, uh, passes being batted down. And I think he had three false starts the last game, and he, this guy wasn't even supposed to start coming into the season. His name's Ryan Mack, so maybe Kelby Johnson will be coming in and fix some of those offensive line problems. But James Quick looks good receiving the ball. Oh yeah, I, hey, I'd love to hey. toss it to him a little more. That that is a good point. He was outstanding. He was outstanding. And Wake Forest comes in; they're almost last in rushing in, in the NCAA uh, against Louisiana Monroe. They had negative three yards, and against Utah State, they had negative twenty-five. But they have a big win against Army this last week, so maybe <laughs> they'll build on that. But I I had a. Uh, uh, Louisville minus 20. And, and what was Vegas? Vegas opened at minus 21, and it's still at minus 21. So oh. I think that one that's finally, <laughs> finally goes to me. That's a, that's a Justin Fowles victory right Well, there. that's interesting. You know, and, and James Quick did did look great stepping up and filling the shoes that Devontae Parker would be filling at this point. He, he is fast. Yes, he is. He, he lives up to that last name. Quick is <laughs> quick is quick. And uh, the, the bowl predictions have been coming out for Louisville too. I've, uh, ESPN has them in the uh, Music City Bowl versus Florida and the Tax Slayer Bowl, whatever that is, versus LSU. So those would be two interesting. Uh, LSU would be great. ACC match. benefits already if they can get into a bowl. They play. Some, <laughs> they don't have to play uh, uh, in the Beefo Brady's against East Carolina anymore. Man, if and if Florida keeps playing the way they're playing, they're gonna Will Muschamp will be fired. <laughs> 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 It has gotten awful. <laughs> uh, speaking of, of, of getting fired, uh, I think CJ owes an apology to Trevor about trou- trouncing Indiana 
last week on the air. Uh, that we're the flagship here for Indiana. I, I, CJ- I, I owe no apology. We 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 talk about ha- what happens. <laughs> you it's owe like Kevin I think Wilson we, an apology. You don't owe me an apology. <laughs> I, think, I think we all know what we saw against Bowling Green. <laughs> All right, well, what did you see this week? This week they play Maryland. Maryland's coming to Indiana. This is going to be a great game on um, 1450, the sports buzz. Everybody should tune in. Pre-game at 1230, kickoff at 130. Catch Tom Tom Fisher and the voice of the the Hoosiers take on Maryland in Maryland's first ever Big Ten action here on your home of the Hoosiers in Southern Indiana, 1450, the sports buzz. Was that God? (laughs) (laughs) I think God just (laughs) interrupted with a great announcement. With some excellent detail. An excellent detail on on the (laughs) – um, about the sports buzz, America's favorite sports radio station. But it, it, Maryland is coming to Indiana for a big matchup. What do you think of that? This is great. And, you know, this I foresee the future right now. Right now. Nate Sudfield will get drafted. He will play for a good team like the Broncos. Jameis Winston will go to o- the Oakland Raiders with the number one pick or number two pick. And the Oakland Raiders will never – will pay off his salary in 30 years. And Nate Sudfield will win a Super Bowl before – before, I, I predict that's just a prediction. That's well, that well, guy—he well, is looking great. Well, he is looking fantastic. He's, well, he he hit two hundred fifty-two well, yards. Like a Cleveland Cavaliers owner prediction. <laughs> <laughs> something, something against Winston. I, I think Winston. I would never take him with with my first pick we'll, if I were drafted. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. But no one will be able to question it's you for a, thirty years, though. So we'll, we'll we'll see how it goes. It'll be like the Bobby Bonilla deal or the Mets. <laughs> what do you think about What do you think about this game, CJ? Well, when I look at this game, um, Maryland had a good win on the road against Syracuse. Maryland's a good good football team. Indiana's proved to be a better football team than we thought. They got their act together after Maryland being pretty much embarrassed the week before. Um, I think Indiana's going to be the favorite at home, I, but I don't think they're that. Mu- I think Maryland's actually probably a better team. So I have Indiana minus one though because they're at home. What'd you have them at, Chad? I had uh, Indiana by five. All right. Well, as Trevor mentioned, uh, and I'm going to give Trevor a second again to announce in a second what time that game is. But as Trevor mentioned, this is Maryland's first first Big Ten Big Ten game ever, so they're going to be pumped up for this game. They're coming to Indiana, the home of the Big Ten. Whenever anybody thinks of Big Ten football, they think of Indiana. Uh, I mean, Tevin Coleman. Everybody talks about Sudfeld, but Tevin Coleman is is leading the nation with 189 yards average per game. Uh, he's really the secret to. To Indiana, they they lost a lot of wide receivers last year. I mean, they're spreading it out, so Coleman has some lanes to run. But Coleman's really uh, kind of their MVP. Uh, but Maryland comes in with some good offense too. I think you're going to see a high scoring affair. I had Indiana just because they're at home minus three, and Vegas had this one at minus four. Indiana, uh, and it's still at minus four today. So it opened at minus four. What time's that game, Trevor? That'd be a pregame starting at 12.30 here on 1450 Sports Buzz with kickoff at 1.30 as the 3-1 and Terrapins visit the 2-1 and Indiana Hoosiers in Big Ten action. Tevin Coleman, by the way, the best thing to happen to Indiana football since Anthony Thompson came in third for the Heisman voting in 1989. Oh, wow. That's right. So that, that leaves me <laughs> up. Bold. I'm up one and a half. Chad gets a half a point. Uh, and we're going to Chad's, Chad's home now with Vandy. Vandy's heading to uh, somewhere near and dear to our hearts, Lexington, Kentucky, the Athens of the West, according to the old NCAA video games. Uh, Vandy at UK. Chad, what do you think about your uh, alma mater, Vandy, this week? Man, Vandy, Vandy nearly knocked down Steve Spurrier at Pegasus. You know, Spurrier said after the game he was embarrassed. He says, you know, we, we've been a good football team, but we're definitely not a good football team when we – Narrowly defeat Vandy, and Vandy is a terrible football team. 
they play 31 freshmen. So they're basically playing, you know, South Carolina versus freshmen. And, uh, you know, I think Vandy's are, they, they're trying to get their act together, but, you, you know, UK has looked a lot better. Patrick Tolles, 6'5, 238 pounds. Uh, he is, he's looking what some people say he's the best quarterback in the SEC East. Chad Graham, man uh, crush. I, I like Patrick Tolles. I like the way they've played. I think they will defeat Vandy pretty handily at home at the Commonwealth what, Stadium. I, I got Vandy by, or UK by 10. What do you think, CJ? Is uh, Chad right? Uh, Chad's right. UK's going to win this little game. Vandy's terrible. Um, I have um, I had UK. I went back and forth. I ended up settling on UK minus fourteen. What do you think about UK this year? UK's an improved team. I don't think Tolles is the best quarterback in the SEC East. I have him behind Mock at, at uh, Missouri. Well, the guy's and, name uh, is Matty. Uh, I have him behind Matty Mock, and I have him behind uh, the kid at Tennessee also. Worley. Worley. Uh, Worley's good when he gets protection. Oklahoma showed that they can't get protection, but that's that's another game we'll talk about later. All right. Well, what do you what do you have this at? Minus Lon? fourteen. Minus fourteen from CJ. Uh, well, you know, you remember when Kentucky's last SEC win was? Uh, no, was two years ago. It was two <laughs> thousand November twenty sixth. November twenty sixth, two thousand eleven. It was uh, versus Tennessee when the wide receiver came in and played quarterback. 2011. 2011 was the last time they won an SEC game. They've been outscored 17 consecutive SEC matches. They've been outscored a uh, an average of 36 to 14. Uh, there's only eight players that are starters or backups on uh, on UK that have ever seen an SEC victory at Whoa. UK. Whoa. Uh, Vandy beat them 40 to nothing last time Vandy came to to the Athens of the West. Uh, and no one on <laughs> no one on the roster has ever beaten Vandy on on UK's roster. So incredible! Impressive. That is incredible. With all that being said, Vandy's looking pretty terrible. Uh, their their quarterback went out when they're up fourteen nothing against South Carolina. He has a concussion and probably won't right. be playing this week. Uh, Wade Freebeck is the backup, and he was actually recruited by Stoop. So he's he's uh that means he's awesome according to any UK fan. That means he's automatically amazing. Uh, and, and Vandy says they're going to try to stop the UK running game and force Patrick Tolles to to beat him in the air. Uh, I don't think that's a good uh, a good uh, idea. Uh, I would agree. I, had, I would you, agree. I, I, there it is. The air raid. The air raid. Yes. Patrick Tolles air raid. Trevor with the air raid. Right. Jesus. Uh, I had UK with the air raid. Air raid going off. UK minus ten. I agree with Chad. Uh, it actually opened at minus ten and a half. Uh, Chad and I should be in Vegas setting these lines, but there's heavy, heavy betting on on UK. It's minus sixteen and a half right wow. now, giving CJ the victory. Oh man, on the guessing the lines yep. that puts CJ behind uh, me uh, with CJ has one, I have one and a half, and Chad has one half. Faust, can I ask you a question? Do yeah. you believe that that UK fans will storm the field and tear down the goalposts? They should. They should. It's been a long time. No. <laughs> Jesus, you do not do that for beating you do that. Vandy. <laughs> you do that when you haven't won an SEC game. Vandy, Vandy does it when they beat almost, UK. In, in almost four years, you know, <laughs> SEC game, you tear down the goalpost. Now, speaking, hey, Virginia, speaking of the West. Virginia yeah. stormed the field when they beat U of L. That's true. That's true. Well, speaking of the West, the Athens of the West, we're going to go a little farther west to the game of the week. Number 11, Hollywood, UCLA versus or at Arizona State. Uh, CJ, tell us about this West Coast matchup. This is two. This is the ranked teams we're playing Thursday night, and um, I mean the question is: Is Hundley healthy? He hurt his elbow against uh, hurt his elbow against Texas, and so is he ready to play? I 
I this this is one game where I actually think Arizona State has to be the favorite because we don't know about the health of Huntley and their ranked team at home. But maybe Vegas has has me uh, uh, thinking different differently. I have Arizona State minus seven because they're ranked at home and Hunley is not 100%. You have Arizona State? I had Arizona State minus seven. What do you think, uh, Chad? I think Hunley will play, and I have UCLA at under two. Yeah, Hunley's really good. Uh, his left arm was injured. He looked pretty bad against Texas. That injury looked bad. I don't think he's showing up. But I do think Jerry Neuheisel, the, ba- <laughs> the backup quarterback at, the backup backup, right? at UCLA. He- uh, I think he's just the backup. And he, he's actually the son of Rick Neuheisel. He got on the team. Rick Neuheisel was the former coach of UCLA that got fired, but he brought his son on with a scholarship before he left town. So daddy's, man. daddy's boy is playing there, and he led them to a big victory against Texas, and they hoisted him on the shoulders. The guy was literally born at UCLA, UCLA his entire life, Jerry Neuheisel. Uh, but Taylor, Arizona State is also playing their backup quarterback. That's something I don't think that – uh, uh, CJ had, had taken into account. Did you, had you, CJ? I had not taken that into account. Yeah. A guy named Berkovici, Berkovici, Berkovici is, is the uh, quarterback at Arizona State. Chad, what'd you have this line at? I had it at uh, UCLA by two. And, okay. and, and that guy's actually, Berkovici was in sort of a tight uh, competition, I think, for the starting job anyway. So it might That's not right. be that much of a deal. That's right. I have UCLA minus two and a half because uh, they were supposed to be really good coming in the season. This is Vegas opened this at minus two and a half or minus three UCLA, and it's now at minus five. So I win that one. That gives me two and a half. Uh, CJ has one, and Chad has a half a point. Uh, we're coming to come back east again to uh, uh, Georgia. Georgia's been disappointing, man. My dark horse to win the championship. What do you think about this matchup? Tennessee's coming to town. Just the Athens of the Athens. The Athens. <laughs> <laughs> the Athens of the Athens. The I Athens missed, of America. I missed that one, Trevor. That's perfect. That's, the that's Athens of America. The, uh, the land where you take what, a what beating. Do you, what do you think for about breakfast? this one? What do you think about this one, Chad? <laughs> I love Georgia. I, I think I love Georgia more than CJ loves Georgia. And I hope I you know I want to see Mark win. An SEC championship, and, and I want to see him go all the way because you know they always dog him. Nice guys finish last, and so forth. But th- I think I think Georgia has everything they need to win. Tennessee is not as good as uh, as you know they've got a, a decent quarterback. They're definitely making strides under Butch Jones, but uh, Georgia Georgia is going to win, and I think it's going to be fairly easy. But I have Georgia at ten at minus ten. What do you think, uh, CJ? I saw Georgia as minus 10 also. I think they'll be able to do the same thing Oklahoma State did, uh, or excuse me, Oklahoma did to Tennessee and really provide a lot of pass rush against that young team. So I have Georgia minus 10. Yeah, Chad mentioned that Vandy's playing a lot of freshmen. Well, the record in in college football right now for playing freshmen is uh, Tennessee. They're playing 22 this year so far. UGA is coming off a big win, 66 points. They're angry about losing South Carolina two weeks ago. Uh, Gurley had 73 yards on six carries against Troy. Uh, I had this one, Georgia, just because of Gurley. Georgia minus 11.5. Uh, Vegas set it at minus 19, and now it's moved down to minus 17. So a little bit of money on Tennessee, and a little bit of points go my way. That's 3.5 for me, 1 for CJ, a half for Chad. Now, <laughs> how do I how do I only get a half? <laughs> because you, and now, uh, we had the same score. There's an Athens. There's another Athens, I think, in Texas. Is that where Texas A&M is? Oh, sure. <laughs> Arkansas <laughs> is going to the Athens of Texas uh, to play Texas A&M. What do you think about this one, CJ, your favorite Arkansas? I love the Hogs. It's Smash versus Dash. 
all physical versus air raid, the real air raid down Texas A&M. The real um, air raid. But I, I think Texas A&M is too good. Um, I, I just think Arkansas is going to struggle in the back seven, so Texas A&M minus 10. Minus 10. There's that air raid. What do you think, Chad? Is this going to be some more air Definitely some more air raid. I've got A&M by minus 17. This is definitely going to be my favorite game of the week to watch, mostly because I want to see Sumlin shred the Arkansas Razorbacks. It, I know that CJ always cringes about that. Uh, Kenny Hill's looking great. All right, and I had this one. Kenny Trill, uh, he has 13.59 yards right now and 13 TDs. Max Smith, all of last year for UK, had 1,200 yards and 14 touchdowns the whole year. So he's putting on a heck of a, a clinic down there in the Athens of Texas. Uh, Arkansas has beaten basically nobody. Uh, I have the line at minus 20. Vegas actually has it at minus, started at minus 15, and now it's at minus 9. So a lot of money being bet on Arkansas, a lot of CJs out there. Yeah, what, you, what you're looking at is they saw them play Texas Tech. All right, well, we got one more game. Texas. We got uh, Cincinnati, a local game. Cincinnati's going to Columbus. Uh, I'm going to just start this one out. Uh, Ohio State hasn't lost to an in-state school since 1921 uh, when they lost to Oberlin College 7-6. to six. Uh, Cincinnati last beat uh, Ohio State in 1897, but that was a back-to-back victory, 1896 and 1897, so you can't take that from them. They've lost about 20 times since then. Uh, Cincinnati has has Gunnar Keel from Notre Dame uh, as their quarterback now. They're 2-0, and JT Barrett has looked pretty terrible for Ohio State, uh, nine touchdowns and five interceptions. I had this one at minus 17. Um, I have Ohio State as at a minus 9. And what do you think, Chad? We don't have a lot of time, but I'm just going to say I don't really care that much about Ohio State ever, but I still think they're going to win. 16, I got them by minus 16. Minus 16. Well, Chad wins this one. Uh, I win the week. The Vegas has it at minus 13 starting out, and now it's minus 15. More money going to Ohio State. Uh, so I'm winning this one. Uh, remember, I'm Justin Fowles. I, I win this week. Uh, but I have, I have <laughs> write that in stone i guess <laughs> i have professor mance with me chad graham with us as always uh follow us on facebook at going deep blue like us on twitter at going deep blue and always call cj mance at new york life insurance 678-938-8961 we'll be back next week 8 30 going deep peace out <laughs>